It's Friday night. Welcome to the after show on Narrative TV. It's so nice to be with you tonight. It really is fun. I love seeing you guys on a Friday. How are you, LB? <laughs> I'm really good. Hi, Greg. How are you doing? I'm good. Because I, and can we tease this, Zev? Is it okay? If, if you want to just do that right away, yeah, if you want to embarrass me. <laughs> what we did earlier the weekend, you know, as some yeah. of you may know, I have a podcast of my own. Not as intense as this one, but I have one. And my guest on an upcoming podcast, which we recorded this week, is going to be Zev Shalev. And we don't talk about Epstein and this and that. What we talk about is Zev Shalev. And it's really, really good. And I'm excited. I can't wait for everybody to hear it. It, I, it, I, I, learned I hope a lot I don't drag the, the, the great oh, yeah. podcast that you do down because I love your podcast and I really want to live up to it. But it was interesting. It's different being on the other side of this thing. It's different when someone's asking you questions and you're like, okay, and I trust you. I'll, I'll go with it. But then you're like, oh, did I just say all of that? I think I just said all of that. Um, so oh, it's, oh, it's that kind good. of interview. It's really good. I don't know. Really you guys just yeah. keep teasing about it. I have no idea what, what happened, but I'm very excited. It's, uh, it goes places. <laughs> it goes places. So that's a good tease. Yeah, good. So that was that's coming up in the future. But you had a good podcast today as well. You were talking with somebody about truth and lies. And I will say I didn't listen to the whole thing because I had to do some research. But tell people what today's was about so they can download that as well. Yeah, my friend Asia Raiden wrote a book called The Truth About the Lies, and we talked about that. And they have a fun conversation, more so than you would think, but the book is a lot about cons. It's almost a history of cons and why people get conned and why people believe things that they shouldn't believe. So it harkens back to QAnon and people that know the MAGA and why they believe these things. But all this stuff is essentially part of, it's a con, and it's the same con all the time. It's just different people doing it and different technologies that we can use now to do it. what we talk about in the podcast. She, sorry, but... can, can she explain the <laughs> phenomenon of people actually watching Donald Trump's constant, constantly being quoted as being the, as making some sort of return in August? I, I guess he's been telling people he's being reinstated. And the response is almost uniformly on TV is that he's just crazy or unstable or delusional. Or, and I, it's, he may be all those things. But he, in terms of this, it's not some delusion. He knows exactly what he's doing. He is fundraising, yeah. firstly, mostly fundraising, right. and maybe trying to start some sort of insurrection on insurgency, probably so he can be make even more money and stay the head of this insurgency. So it's funny and comforting to say Donald Trump is crazy because I like saying Donald Trump is crazy or delusional or insane or all these things. But in this case, he's actually making very serious statements that are going to affect the future of this country and could continue to maybe divide us in a way that we don't want to be divided. So I, th I just urge people not to just fall for these instant reactions that people have. Oh, oh, he's crazy. We'll just throw that on the air or insult him on the air. I mean, he is very deliberately doing something and his colleagues right. in Roger Stone and uh, Matt Gates are all doing the same thing. They're all starting to talk about raising arms. And suddenly there's more talk of violent insurrection. I mean, we've just been through one. They weren't joking then. They're probably not going to be joking now. And certainly over the next few weeks, as he does this, road trip around the country, uh, he'll be firing up more emotions like that. And so I'm not sure what the right answer is, but it's, but it's, it's certainly not to, to say that he's insane. It's interesting that the timeline keeps, he keeps moving the timeline back. Like first it was going to be November that everything's going to do. And right. then it's going to be January 6th that everything's going to do. And then it's going to be March 4th that everything was going to be reverted back to normal. And then I think they skipped, did they have a June date also? And now it's August and they're, are, they're just going to keep doing this for forever, right? They're just going to keep moving the I mean, they, could, the they could do an insurgency forever. If, if they're following what happened in, in Angola and in other places, they could set up shop in a couple of these states and say, this is our territory. We control all the resources. We'll take some taxes. We'll do whatever we want and tell people to just mind their own business. And 
if they if it goes to if it gets to conflict, it'll get to conflict. But this is a Russian playbook. We've seen it. Yeah. This is exactly what happened in eastern Ukraine, and most of eastern Ukraine is still destabilized today. The Russians have been, you know, fomenting some sort of uprising there for a while. They have their own troops dressed up as local militia, and they continue to try and divide their country. And the war continues until today, and they're still fighting that war. So it's they are good at following their playbooks, and this is just their playbook. So they might just do the same thing again here. I don't, we can't take all of this des- desire to rewrite all of what happened on January the 6th by the Republican Party. It's really serious. It's really serious. It is serious. We also, we have time, and I would like to say, as someone who lived in D.C. for one malarial summer, I say, MAGA, go to D.C. in August. Wear fur, (laughs) wear armor. You're going to really stand outside of the hot sun. You're really going to enjoy it. It's so much fun to be in D.C. in August in, like, lots of camo gear. It it is really warm. It is warm. Yeah, with their tactical gear. Yeah. Yeah. Just do that. You're gonna have such a good time. Yeah. It's so wonderful. It'll make it'll bring back Vietnam flashbacks. <laughs> oh. It's like the well, jungle. look, he's not crazy, and that has to stop. Mm-hmm. He's hollow. He's just a hollow human being. He there's nothing mooring him to anything but himself and his wallet. And so it does he end up believing the garbage that he's that is his con? Sure, until it's proven wrong or it doesn't work out. And then he never believed it. And he never said any of those things. And that's never what it's not. There's no existential threat to him for doing his con artistry. And it's it, he just keeps doing it and then rewriting it and going and right. And it's all about cha-ching, cha-ching and getting attention. That's it, guys. He's done this his whole life. There's no moment where he's just all of a sudden he's lost his faculties and he's and if he has he's certainly not showing us that there's anything that's a greater deterioration than what we witnessed for four years in office and for those of us who knew what we were looking at and who he was for the 30 years of his career 40 years of his career before that whether it be in media or whether it be in i don't know (laughs) construction you want to call it that Right, his yeah, laundry. This is just this is Trump University. This is Trump Water. This is Trump Stakes. This is Trump One Magazine. No, this is Trump. He's got. It's just endless with this guy. It's all the casinos. Um, I mean, the, the, the how many times did he go casinos. bankrupt for those things? It's bankrupt for those. It's it's. And he believes it until it doesn't until it doesn't work for him, and he doesn't believe it. It's his fake art that he has on the wall. He believes that that's real because he and he's just gonna keep saying it is, until everybody else believes it, and then at the moment that the real one shows up, that's a fake. I always knew it was a fake. This is who he is. So I would like, you're right, that it's there's a lot of danger in continuing to talk about him all the time instead of addressing the very real threats that we've got to deal with going on right now in this nation. Is he some kind of flagpole, these gross human beings to hang on to thinking it's their savior and he's going to lead them somewhere. But the real threat is the party and how they've decided that his playbook is their winning playbook and they're just going to do what he does. Yeah, They don't need him to lead them anymore. They're doing it. They're doing it. I mean, clearly there's also a machine around him and all around all of them that's really driving all of this. I mean, he's not really driving an agenda. He is the the figurehead of that agenda, but there's so much around him that's you know, all these moneyed people. I was interested to see that Facebook yeah. today um, 
for some reason chose two years as a ex extension on the ban, which most people are saying, oh, that's a great decision that they decided to extend his ban. But two years puts us just before the next election, um, yeah, which yeah. is not it actually a very good mood. Yeah. So what? I mean, but, if he, but if he violates it, if they do lift it and he violates it again, they can crash down on it. But he won't have I'm that not, much time. I, I can't because, stand that company. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm I can't not stand them at all. Doing. Yeah. But I, he, that was the reason Whatever. he was able to fund his last election campaign, his last presidential campaign. It was all these oh. micro donations. So suddenly, a few months before the next presidential election, he'll be allowed to do that again. So he always they... has his blog. He has his blog oh, no, in he the doesn't. meantime. Oh, no, he doesn't. The blog died. Oh. oh. Yeah. I mean, everybody has a failed blog. In 1998. Yeah. yeah. You know, but... it was like, that was Good like Lord. peak blog, right? 1998. I think so. Going back to just to circle Pretty it, back podcast this morning in Asia's book. Trump is, a, I think one of the reasons why people have a hard time grasping Trump is because he's so many different things at once. He's you know, basically a, a, a mafia guy and a criminal. We know this. He's a money launderer and all that stuff. He's a rapist, which we don't say enough. He, he's a, a long history of sexual abuse of women. He is a horrible human being and all this stuff, but he's also a con man. And that's his thing. So reading that book, there was a con where after we acquired Alaska, this guy went up to Alaska in the 18, whatever this was, and he set up a telegraph office in Alaska. And you went in, it was right on Main Street, I forget what town it was in, and set up the, you know, the machine and this, and you could go in and people would line up because it was the only telegraph office there. And you'd pay like real money, a dollar, two dollars to send a telegram to somebody. Wow, that's right? a lot of money back then. There are no fucking telegraph lines. To Alaska. The only right. telegraph line in Alaska was from the guy's machine to the wall of the office. And that was it. <laughs> we just took people's money, typed out the thing, and basically threw it away. And this went on for years. And he had done a scam before that. And when he was done with that scam, he went on and did another scam. These people can't it's control done. themselves. That's well, this is all it's about power, but it's also about a con and, and just constantly never letting the possibility for conning people go right. he's a con man and he also is a cult you know he's got the cult thing going now too and the asia writes yeah. this in the book the cult con is a con mm -hmm. so he I, I don't think he sought out to become a cult leader as much as he is a con man who realized that, that was another con that he could exploit oh yeah so, just another game for him it's just a, yet another play he yeah. doesn't really yeah I, I totally agree with you know he's also got a machine around him and it includes people like roger stone i don't know i don't know if i should talk about this now whether we should talk about something else first but maybe i can talk a little bit about roger because i've been doing this yeah talk about roger i've been thinking the uh, there doesn't seem to be a great urgency around a big uh, investigation it doesn't seem like anyone seems to be that eager to have an investigation in the near future around mm. around what happened on january the 6th which is shocking I cannot believe oh. we're in this situation where there's actually like question about whether we should investigate January the 6th. So I've been doing a lot more digging into it just because I want to know what happened. It's just part of what we need to do. And indeed, the DOJ today said there were going to be as many as 550 people indicted at the end of the day, 550. So it's certainly the biggest crime we've had ever, but no reason to investigate, really. Just let, let it slide by. There's no reason to try to figure out if our one political party did anything on that day that they should be questioned for. So there's... As I was digging through all of this, I was like, all roads sometimes lead to Russia in, in Nancy Pelosi's famous statement. But in, in many cases, it also leads to Roger Stone. And no matter where you look on January the 6th, it goes to Roger Stone. 
And now because we've got these new indictments and these new conspiracy charges, it's become clear to me that the two sets of groups is the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers. They're very close to Roger Stone and in fact, physically close to Roger Stone. And I want to show you a couple of pieces of tape. Both of them show how close they were on January the 6th to, to Stone. Now, Stone was staying at the Intercontinental, which is really interesting as well, because the Intercontinental is just like about two minutes away from the White House. If you go in through the back of the White House, through the Treasury Department, you can just walk right into the east uh, wing of the White House. You can have any conversations you want with the president, and no one would really know you entered that way. Um, so that was interesting. Even though he claims he was there the, in his hotel room the whole day on January the 6th, it turns out he was also outside for a bit. So on that morning of January the 6th, this is him coming outside. And he's glad handling, he's saying hello to a lot of people, he's hanging out, he shows, he takes some pictures and all these guys around him, you see these guys with these uh, face coverings and they all look like they're from militia groups, basically this guy with this tart, this, you'll see them in a minute. They surround him and they're his bodyguards. And those are people that we now believe, I can say for the first time, part of the Oath Keepers. So as we watch this video, just play by a little bit, I'll, I'll tell you who to pay attention to. There's, there's the guy that's just coming up to the right of him. They're right behind him. You see the guy with the sunglasses? That's one of the Oath Keepers. And there's one more coming up. I'll show you who in a second. So now how do we know it's these two? Were they identified and arrested, Zev? The, they, they, they were there, at least one of them was indicted. And it's this guy on, on the left over here. I mean, his name is Minuta, M-I-N-U-T-A. And we know his name is Minuta because this, I believe, is him on the right. And later on in the day, he arrives at the Capitol, you know, on a golf cart with a whole bunch of other people, starts swearing at everybody, starts, you know, telling the police all sorts of nasty things, and then begins to take part in the insurrection itself. In fact, what he said that day, these patriots are storming the Capitol building, there's violence against patriots by the DC police. So we're en route in a grand theft auto golf cart to the Capitol building right now. It's going down, guys. It's literally going down right now. Patriots storming the Capitol building, fucking war in the streets right now. Word they got in the building. Let's go. He's a bad dude. Now, he's a bad dude who's also literally around Roger Stone all the time. He's one of the bodyguards around Roger Stone. He's there in that morning hanging around with Roger Stone. And you imagine the golf cart was Roger Stone's golf cart because Roger Stone was using that golf cart to wander around D.C. that weekend. In fact, the other person that we saw right next to him there is this guy his name is hydro that's his nickname but his real name is joshua Ooh. james hydro it's so ridiculous it feels like a bad episode of the a team or something it's just it's so cheesy but there he the was he would never have something that bad <laughs> and it's true uh, and there he is taking roger stone in a golf cart probably the same golf cart the day before you know they were all riding around doing whatever and these another oath key keeper so both of these two people i don't know if both were indicted but certainly one of them was indicted is part of this conspiracy of 16 oath keepers and the oath keepers we know are the people that joined that military stack and wandered all the way up into into the capitol building looking like they were about to fight a big battle now it's interesting just a little brief note about the oath keepers the oath keepers were started by this dude his name is Stuart rhodes he's a yale graduate and he's also ron paul's former aide in the, the house now everyone remembers oh, Ron there Paul. he is yeah, yeah yeah i heard about this guy i don't think i saw a picture yet yeah well there you go he's Look a at him yeah he's very proud Boy, of he his... knew how to 
grow his jihadi beard, didn't he? So he could <laughs> shave it off and hope nobody recognized what they're doing. Is that's probably what they're doing. Leave Ron Paul's office and then decide, hey, I'm going to start a group called the Oath Keepers way back in 2010. Any guesses on why he would do something like that? Let's ask Russia Rand. Maybe Russia Rand has an idea. Russia Rand might have, Russia Ron might have. And also, it's interesting, Donald Trump might know because the reason the Oath, Car the Oath Keepers were even started was because of the birther scandal. The birther scandal is the reason that birthed the Oath Keepers. So if you Go back to 2009, um, Obama just becomes the, the president. A lot of the right wing freaks out. Donald Trump shows up with his birth uh, scandal and Obama's not really a, a natural born citizen, shouldn't be allowed to be president. And Rand Paul's aide decides to start a, Ron Paul's aide decides to start an insurrectionist uh, militia grouping uh, called the Oath Keepers, which basically targets military people, mostly military people for their wrecks. Isn't that interesting? Just a point of clarification, yeah. Donald Trump didn't start the birther movement. Okay. Um, it was someone else, but he picked it up and he ran with it pretty damn quick. So he yeah. had some kind of inside. I really, truly believe he, he was connected in with all these groups of people back then. And because and, it was so fast that he was on it and running with it. And what people were paying attention to at the time was Donald was saying he had this team of investigators going to Hawaii and he had people, blah, blah, blah. And he was going to come out. Well, the other person who actually had sent these thugs to Hawaii, they actually did do that, was Joe Arpaio. And it's interesting that Joe Arpaio ended up with Donald's first pardon when Donald was president. I mean, I, so think, I think these quite, guys- There's these... actually stuff to look at in those men of what might be connecting them. That's I think yet is, another story connect. about Donald that gets you know, like he's crazy, even though he is nuts, but it doesn't matter. That's not what the behavior is, that he's somehow all these people are just sort of new to him and politics and he didn't know them before. And he's just new to all this stuff. And I don't know who these people are and oh, but they're great patriots. That's all a bunch of horseshit too. It is, it really is. And this feels to me like yeah. actually a real indication that something was brewing as early as 2010 between Trump and the, yeah. these Oath Keepers and all these other groups, which makes sense in the greater history of everything. But, you know, we've never really thought about it going back to, you know, to 2010. That's, that's almost two years earlier than most people have, would have suggested it started, maybe five years earlier. Big long-term well, plan. known Roger for a long time. Oh, yeah. He's known Roger since Creep. Right, yes. which Creep was Nixon day. How does That's Trump right. know Roger from Creep? They were in both New York and I, the degree to which Donald was down in Florida, I'm not quite sure. But the political machine and the fundraising machine that was around Nixon and that Creep was involved with, some of the darker characters in that were close with Giuliani and were close with Fred Trump and Fred and because of Roy Cohn. So. Now, this picture is interesting. Sorry, I didn't mean to take then. you off camera there, but there you go. This, this picture is interesting. It's, uh, it's Roger Stone and Paul Manafort way, way, way back mm -hmm. when they had a consulting company together. Talk yeah. about uh, a little Russian influence over there. I don't know who the other guy is here, but they, uh, it was I black. No, that's yeah. black. That's it's black. black. Yeah. You're right. It's my, everybody can't see what we see, but I, I have a little picture of myself covering up half <laughs> of that. Um, so I'm trying to see it. So it's, it's interesting that this does go back a long way and the more you look at this, the more you see the same operatives in the same places in many decades. And it certainly you know, surprised me to, to see that the Oath Keepers uh, had their origins around the birthers and birther movement. You know, my mom is really good with finances and she's always telling me, what about life insurance? It's so important. And I can tell you that Policy Genius is a great place to get life insurance because you can compare quotes from over a dozen top insurers all in one place. 
Why compare? Well, you can save as much as 50% or more of life insurance by comparing those quotes. And you could save $1,300 or more per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare those policies for you. The licensed experts at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust them to help you navigate every step of the shopping and buying process. That kind of service has earned Policy Genius a five-star rating across thousands of reviews on Trustpilot and Google. This is how it works. Getting started is really easy. First, you head to policygenius.com, and in minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare personalized quotes to find your best price. When you're ready to apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and scheduling for you. Policy Genius never sells your information to other companies, and that means you don't have to worry about your privacy, and they don't add extra fees. Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get started right now. Policy Genius. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. I just have a complaint. So oh. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm coming <laughs> on Friday with a complaint. I don't have research. I don't have a story to tell. If Greg gets in a good rant, I promise I'll cry laugh for you if it's good <laughs> enough because I can't help myself with him. He just makes me laugh so hard. But here's my complaint. Where's the unredacted Mueller report? Mm. Where is the underlying evidence for the Mueller report? Where is all of this? We paid for that. Where's everything that we paid for that was supposed to be delivered, at least delivered to the Congressional and the Senate Intel Committees? I know we had the Senate Intel Volume 5 and everyone's excited about that. But I believe everyone is still saying, can we please see the unredacted I mean, Mueller report? Why not? Please why see, please can't see we all see the that? underlying evidence? Where is it? Number one, I want to see it. And where is the congressional investigation that was launched in April of 2020 into the pandemic response, the administration's response to the pandemic? We were told right before the election in November that the House had completed their investigation or they were ready with it. And then it got tabled because it was like, okay, that would what? Excite the election. And so where's that? It's June 2021. Good question. It's really a good question. Where I've never heard a thing about is this. it? No, the, the only investigations, you know, the as I think you mentioned earlier onto me, that seems right. like the Republicans are after a an investigation into the origins now, which is bizarre that they said how did they win an advantage the in the runway yeah. be given all the runway to come up with their own investigations and their yeah. own horseshit, and they're just weaponizing it all. And we're sitting there going, well, can we see the shit that already we already paid for that you already have that already happened? Some of it you know, four years ago. There Are we is, gonna see this? There is some oversight going on. In the oversight committees, they have done some investigating around coronavirus. And there certainly seems to be a lot of graft and bad behavior, but nothing to the extent that we really think was there. As Greg, I know you've covered in your blog and LB, you've mm. often mentioned you know Jared Kushner's role in in basically bulking the entire population and possibly murdering hundreds of thousands of people is quite significant. There's a real Willfully. possibility that that's exactly what happened. And no yes. one is looking into this and it's possibly the biggest murder of mass murder we know of. of all this time. is why yeah. I want Glenn, I want Glenn Kirshner back on here. I want to hear. We can get all right, Greg, let me hear Greg. Make me cry laugh, Greg. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, first of all, LB, um, you don't <laughs> understand. What you don't understand is how uh, the law works and the Department of Justice works and how intelligence works. See, when we get information, we need to, hey, hey, I'm talking, I'm speaking. <laughs> when we get information, 
we can't reveal sources or methods or anything because if we do then someone 50 years from now might get wind of how we operate and then the entire country might be at risk so protect the country from 25 years from now we can't say anything now okay that's the fucking that's shit genius. That well done yay that's the fucking shit that we're all yes. talking about. okay that's Here, a I good mansplaining you did a good mansplain thank you i have points yeah. now okay first of all comey this began with fucking comey oh. and the goddamn there were two investigations going on he was investigating hillary's right. bullshit email thing which they knew was bullshit and they were investigating Oh, the other guy is in league with a hostile foreign power, which they knew wasn't bullshit. And the one that he told us about was the bullshit one about the lady, not the one about the guy that was in fucking bed with the Russians. We all knew that this was happening. And and why couldn't he say that? It's called Glomar. It's Glomar. We Glomar. We can either. Oh, yeah. Give me, give me the fucking acronym. That's what I want. When it's, you know, when it's, when it's. When it's it, when it's a national, it's not a, it's not an acronym. It's the name of the submarine that they were uh, working on. Uh, with, uh, with, uh, anyway, it, this is just it, when it's a national security thing. We, we can't reveal how it happens because you you see it's Glomar. This is all fucking stupid. Yes. Brilliant, brilliant, that brilliant. Well done. He fucked it up. That tall ass motherfucker yeah. fucked it up and basically <laughs> helped destroy the country. Okay, that's Comey. That's the first yeah. time this happened. Then we get Mueller. Oh, Mueller's gonna come. And we're all, I, I thought, okay, Mueller's coming. He's doing this. He's doing that. He's doing this. He can't Me speak. Too. Trump can talk, but God forbid anyone on the Mueller team can say a fucking word because you know what? Something might get out there. Uh, uh, again, something's going to come out. Yeah, we, we can't reveal anything that will be in the Mueller report. Okay. This week, actually it was last week or two weeks ago, yeah. was the three, one, two, three year anniversary of the release of my book, Dirty Rubles in which I wrote all the Russia stuff that was then known in the fucking media. A year after that, the Mueller report came out and basically just echoed everything that I wrote in my fucking... So where is even the stuff that's secret? Listen, why the only thing that I it? learned by reading the Mueller report, really, is that like where the meeting with Kushner and the Russian bank guy happened. Because I thought it was at Newark Airport. No, it was at a hotel in New York. Who fucking gives a shit? What exactly are they... Are, what's so secret that we can't know about? We already knew everything that was in the fucking report, okay? That's or most redacted. of it. Yeah, it's redacted. Most of the good you know, stuff is redacted. But, oh, oh, no, we, we can't. Uh, redactions are, you know, we can't draw sources, methods, redactions. Are, yeah. uh, Fuck you well, with I that just, shit. We need to know what's going on. I have to do my Scarlett O'Hara. Oh, I'm just, we're a, gonna I'm be, just a, It's going to be I'm five years girl. from now. I don't understand how it works. Please tell me how it works. Oh, you're right. It all has oh, to be secret. God. If only I knew. If only I had a Pacer account and I could know what was yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. 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 fuck off. We're going to have like, the American Lukashenko six years from now, and all of us are going to be in some goddamn gulag. But meanwhile, okay, then, okay, uh, after Mueller, we have Barr doing his bullshit. We can't find out about that. Then we have volume five. Again, oh, well, okay. <laughs> reveal uh, what was talked about and then when we get the redactions oh paul manafort was talking about a ukraine peace plan that's it that's the fucking redaction a ukraine peace plan that doesn't even mean anything it's complete fucking toilet well, bullshit and then now and, and now okay we have two people in the fucking department of justice lb as you've said time and again who need the goddamn talk the first guy 
who you, to your credit, was suspicious of is this Christopher Ray. Can we have an FBI director, maybe, who didn't work for goddamn motherfucking Gazprom for 10 years? Can we mm -hmm. find someone who doesn't have any fucking professional connection to the goddamn Russian mob to be in charge of the FBI? Is that too much? Or the Federalist at. Society. Or the Federalist Society. We don't need someone who's a member yeah, of the Federalist Society. Chris Christie's, or Chris Christie's oh. leftover chicken in his belt. Yeah. I, I can't with know? this guy. Like, he was, this is Bridgegate guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's Bridgegate. Bridgegate. Remember that? Remember that handled investigation? Yeah, Come on. Bridgegate guy. It's, How can we... Is there anyone worse than this? But Get Asha Rangapa. Put her in there. Let her be the head of the FBI. Find yeah. someone who isn't goddamn complicit with this shit. Okay? We haven't heard a goddamn peep from that guy. He is basically, he's basically a mime. He's like. Yeah. Oh, and he came, he came out today to tell people that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, do, the, do the mime oh thing again. God. See if you can find the wall. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're breaking through. You're cracking it through. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. And now you have. Oh wow! So <laughs> that is like that. And I'm winding down here. And now we have Gar Merrick Garland, who again, the the clip from my podcast, which if you just go five five minutes and fourteen seconds in, is my fake ad, which is just I do this. It, 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 it's it. He hasn't spoken. There's a fucking insurrection. Yeah. Get on goddamn TV and talk to us. I don't need to know. So yeah. Oh, okay. no, no, sources and methods. Blah, 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 blah. I don't give a shit about that. You don't have to ruin the investigation. You hey, ridiculous. Guys, the grand jury indictments, and you're going to spoil the indictments. Oh. The, thing is, nothing, the thing is, as it turns out, they said they couldn't do it. They couldn't even indict him. That's the thing. That the whole thing was that they couldn't do it, and then they were keeping quiet because of this indictment that was meant to come. But then, there was never any indictment ever, and any possibility of an indictment. Tonight's show is brought to you by Helix Sleep, and they have a special offer for narrative viewers. I've heard it from so many people. The one thing that's changed since January is their sleep. Not waking up worrying about what the president might have done or said or tweeted makes the world of a difference. I don't think I had a good solid night's sleep in four years. And it wasn't only the president. My 10-year-old mattress, which started life as a 12-inch foam mattress, had shrunk to an 8-inch mattress, and getting out of bed was often more of a slide than a bounce. It was time for a new mattress. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for somebody else? Changing the course of a country can take a village. Changing the course of your sleep takes a quiz. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash narrative. That's the way we spell narrative, N-A-R-A-T-I-V. That's helixsleep.com slash narrative for up to $200 off and two free pillows just for you. It, the whole thing is just, it's so ridiculous and we need people to talk to us because I, I, yeah. I refuse to be on Twitter. Remember early on on Twitter, we were like, oh, let's follow alt or rogue, whatever, some obscure, you know, branch <laughs> of government. This is what's happening. Uh, alt White House and, and, person. And well, look, here's, the, here's the thing. I'm tired of this. Yeah. Here's the, the thing. thing? It, 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 in the in four years ago, I we're all learning how the process works, especially when there's a, an investigation that is at the at the level that it, it it looked from the beginning, and it did turn out in somewhat to be investigated into the pre, sitting president of the United States. 
for his campaign and how he actually even got into office that involved a, a huge uh, counterintelligence piece in terms of was he, is he owned by a foreign asset and did our enemies actually attack us with our president? One, is that part of the attack? And two, then all the obstruction of justice in, in volume two of, you know, these, when you put mobsters in there and you put a mob syndicate in there, guess what they're gonna do everybody? They're gonna obstruct justice and they're gonna tamper with witnesses. They're gonna do all the shit that these guys have been doing for a century. They just do one or two things. There's not a lot of variation in there. So, okay. In that period, yes, I understand. Everybody be patient. Put your faith in the system. Let's not, don't, you don't want to spoil anything. Journalists who were leaking stuff, that's not good. No, let's not do that. Let's protect the sanctity of this thing. All, all of that. Okay. And we learned a lot. We learned a lot about the process and how that works. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Narrative is funded by viewers like you. Support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative.